With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Wow. Wow. 17 weeks. Whoa. Boiled down to, to one pick show. Oh my gosh. Except there's four more after this. Somehow, over Christmas, Sims looks like he lost another 10 to 15 pounds. Bad. Somehow, over Christmas, I have gained another 10 to 15 pounds. Man, I have got a few workouts in. Dude, you look so thin. I don't Where's know. Where's the rest of you? It's all here, all 230 of it. I weigh the same as I always do. The fact You're, that you and I both weigh 230 yeah, it's is an indictment on me. It is. It's an embarrassment. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. Uh, Hello, right. How was your holiday? It was good. Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, I think we're one. Of, we're two of, what do you think, 15 people in this office today? I haven't even walked around to know. I've Oof. seen four people, and that's it. Yes. Got to keep doing it. Got to hey, keep growing. Some of us got to work around here. Somebody's going to pay the bills of Bleacher Report. Well, Sales team ain't. <laughs> Eat that, sales. How you like that crap? The... Picks pod. Yeah. So Cam, former producer, right. came forward and disputed what you said. Right. I have beaten you three times in the in the official betting on Simpson Lefko of going through every game. Right. This is for the fourth year that we're going for right now. Right. And it is coming to an absolute head because of the moves that you made last week. 7.30 on the Ravens, 7.30 on the Steelers, both cover. Sims in week 16 makes 1500 out of a possible $1,600. Incredible. Adam. How did I not make more? Makes I've nothing. five games and wrong. And loses nothing. I don't understand Because you got five games wrong. Right. You got... Um, oh, I got two pushes. You got two pushes. Okay. And so 1460 plus 40, it came out to 1500. I made nothing and lost nothing for what feels like the eighth straight week. I made zero this past week. Right. I, I lost nothing. I made zero the week before. I made a hundred the week before that. I made zero like I have been eight and eight seemingly for the last four or five it's weeks. Pretty amazing, really. Where are we at right now? You went ten four and two last week. I went six eight and two. Not Jeez. a good week for me. You are beating me by like six picks now or four picks, but I am beating you by twelve hundred and ten dollars. Mm, hard to come back from that. So for the ro- for the regular season finale, right. you st- you obviously can catch me at the playoffs. You can still catch me in the regular season if you do another big week and I lose some money. Right. You have a chance. Yeah, I got a chance. It's gonna be ah, tough. Damn. Gosh, what is it? What'd you say the number was? Twelve ten. Damn. It's almost no room for error there. It's gonna it's gonna depend on really whether or not. You I don't really big. trust the whole thing. Josh can't do math, and you don't know what's going well, on. Well, no, so I, I double I that. double check because I challenge his math so much. Josh is not here. He's still in Argentina. Right. Viva la Argentina. 
mountain biking and talking to nature. Yeah, what do you do this time of the year? Is it cold? Isn't it cold there, too? The main thing he told me is that he is not even on his phone because right. there's no service, which is wild to think of Josh not on his it phone. Is, yes. But he's out doing adventures. Yeah, because it's like winter there, isn't it? Am I, am, I wrong? I am not I, up on Argentina. I think Argentine I'm wrong. I swear weather. I just saw something in the Arctic And I don't water. have my weather boy to toss it to. Um is there any news to the Justin Herbert kid going back to Oregon before we get into the picks? Um, I mean, I, I do think it's, um, I mean, interesting. I do think from just my TV scouting through the year, he was clearly the number one pick of the draft, or the number one quarterback, was I he should really? say. Yeah. For my money, out of all the guys I saw on TV Who were the year, main guys that you're even looking at? You know, him, the kid from Duke, um, of course, the kid from Ohio State. Yep. Um, Dwayne. I think the kid from Missouri, you know, they didn't have as good a year as a team. So, hey, the team wasn't good. So he must have been of course. bad. You know, but those are the kid, Will Greer from West Virginia. Right. Those are all the main names. But, yes, he was the one that jumped out to me the most. I, th- I mean, to me, he's making a mistake. No other way I can say it. Why ever come back? Exactly right. Why ever come back? You can go You're back someone to that could have left after his junior year. Yeah. And you stayed for your senior year? I stayed, yeah, but not because I wanted to. I mean, if I had a good Big 12 championship game, I would have been like, peace out, I'm done. That was your junior year. right. So that changed things uh, dramatically for me. But, yeah, you only get one chance at it. That's where I look at it. being the top pick. Being the top quarterback pick, you never know injury-wise what can happen. You can have a bad year, and your team – you could have a good year, and your team do bad, and everybody goes, you're not a first-rounder anymore. What about – I, I'm not ready. Yeah, I still need to work on my craft. I don't think I'm ready to make like if you if you look at if yourself you're at that point. Yes, but everything I read, just at least quote wise, was just he wanted to go back to college for a year. And it, for me, I understand that, and I like I'm never going to tell some kid what to do no. with their life. But I also I don't yeah I don't think it's the right decision long term. I don't. I think you're risking a whole lot. The risk is not worth the reward, or the reward is not worth whatever. It when is you hear someone say, "Well, I made a promise to my parents that I'm going to get a degree," yes, I know. It's the school will be there for years and years to come. Um, In fact, I, I'm just going to say this. Right. Probably could take it online. Probably could do a lot of different things. If your career goes great, look, you're not going to have a lot to do afterwards. Right. You can go back to college. I don't know. But I I just, I agree with you. There's a window to be the top pick in the draft. And the reaction by everybody was, oh, he was going to be the top pick. Right. You know, I mean, um, Matt Barkley. Everybody told me he was going to be the number one pick. Went back to college. Went back to college. Team didn't do well. All of a sudden, he struggled. Shit, he went in the mid-rounds. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's not even about that necessarily because I think the people who didn't count in evaluations were evaluating Matt Barkley to make those comments. Like, we've talked about it a lot. Like, Sports Center anchors yes. are calling him the number one pick. Right. Um, and they have no clue. But the... Qualifying. Yeah, they're qualifying. But the, uh, the thing you also that you and I talk about a lot with, like, those top picks a lot of the times is the amount of... Also, the amount of chances you get. When you're a top 10 pick, they do everything they can to make sure it works. Yeah, your career is extended like four more stops. How many teams has Barkevious Mingo been on? How many teams will Blaine Gabbert be on? Exactly right. See what I mean? So when you're top 10, everyone kicks the tires on you because they go, we had a top good draft grade on him. There must be something there. Maybe we can get it out of them, get it out of them. And as we always good. say, it goes to the coach's ego of I'll be the one to exactly crack right. Egg. It's all part of it too. Exactly. Yeah. But, but yeah. you know what? And I, I want to say this not too. Not mad at them. I, I get I'm it. Not, but... I don't want to minimize getting a degree. Right. Uh, it's, exactly. It's a right. great thing to have, and it's super valuable. And blah yep. blah blah. But at the same time. You know, life is about opportunities. Right. And an athlete's opportunities are fleeting. Exactly That's right. the reason we support Le'Veon Bell sitting out, stay out and get your money. That's right. Um, the last thing I want to say before we get to the picks is yeah. that I'm going... that To the, the mall later? 
Are you, are you, you going, going to Phil Rarudo? Um, have you seen Bird Box yet? Uh, uh, no, what is it's that? It's a show on Netflix that people are talking about. I've so heard Sandra of it. Bullock. You can't look at something because if you see it, it's going to make you commit suicide. It's a very drastic oh, movie. Oh, my gosh. I you really stole Spider-Hand. I really stole did. Play. But <laughs> yeah. here's what I'm realizing. Yeah. Week 17, mm-hmm. it's madness. Yeah. We have no idea who's playing. We have no idea if they're going to be giving effort. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm praying on the Bears to play their starters to beat the Vikings right. at the same point. Right. If I'm the Bears, why would I bring out good plays and my starters against the weird. Vikings so I can play them? It's it's weird. It's madness. It is. Just like Bird Box. I'm going to Bird Box you. Yeah. In Bird Box, the people that survived yeah. were the blind right. because they couldn't see. Yeah. I can't see. I have no idea anyway. So in essence, I have a better chance than you because you know what should happen, and that ain't going to happen in week <laughs> I 17. Know. I don't know what's so going to happen. So in, in the world of Bird Box, the yeah. blind are supreme. Right. I am going to win this because I have no idea what's going to happen. It is a weird week. It was one of the weirdest weeks figuring out the money and doing that. Yeah, playing all the angles you're talking about. Is this team going to play? Right. What's their motivation? My only thing is, is like, that. What, what do you do if you're the Bears? Like seriously, let's just have that combo right now. Like what do you do? What do you? What would be your? If you're just the Bears, right? Block out Eagles okay, fandom, okay, okay. all that. You're I'm just you're the, Bears. the you're the Bears. You're the head coach and the GM. Well, I will say this: I am forever changed after what I saw by the Rams this season. Okay, and the impact of resting people. <laughs> right. I believe that if you're a team like the Bears, mm-hmm. who every week just goes out there and beats the crap out of people, yeah, just you continue, haven't had injuries all year. Just continue. Just continue beating asses. the crap out of people. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm with you. I think if like I were what them, is, like not playing for 16 minutes, is that really the rest that I need to go out there and steamroll through the playoffs? No, dude, just keep doing it. Yeah. Like I saw what happened to the Rams. Right. They sat for a week and then dud, 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 and they're still trying to come back. They are. I know. The and even Chiefs, last year they did dud, the same thing in the playoffs. What I'm I mean, they just sat week 17. Remember they laid a dud in the wild card game against the the Falcons. So yes. I know it's really odd too. I'm not resting anymore. I don't the, believe in it. I, I'm with you. You have to be careful. Also, if you're you resting. have 46 players. Right. This is not college. There's not 90. Yeah. It's 46. Yeah. So I don't really want good players out there with bad players. I get you. You know, because I don't want that guy to miss a, a block that's usually blocked, and yeah. all of a sudden my guard's knees are out because I don't have enough depth there. The Bears one guys. is fascinating. It's fascinating to me, too, because you go, okay, do you, so do you put all your eggs in the let's win this week basket, right? Okay, you do that. Let's win this week. Get them out so we don't have to play them thir- the third time. It is time. scary playing the Eagles. Right, but then you also have to worry about the Eagles. And also what you also have to worry about is you put all your eggs in the let's win this one, this basket, and we don't win. Yeah, but you know what? What does that do to the psyche of your team, too? My number one thing that I would say to you is the most annoying thing to hear from coaches and athletes is always one game at a time. Mm -hmm. If you're going to preach that all the time, and then when the playoffs come around, go one game at a time, except that other game. No, dude. It's all you've talked to me about. Yeah. I just want to keep winning. Yes. I know, but it's it's not always like that. Coaches chicken out. They're going to worry about injuries. As Matt know. Nagy said, if yeah. I'm up 21 or something crazy, yeah. then I'll start thinking yeah. about it. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. All right, the first game, it's my season-long bet. Whoa. It is, and I have no idea what your picks are, Miami at Buffalo. Yeah. Miami is a three-and-a-half-point underdog. 
Uh, Sims, take it away. Okay. Wow, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> We're used to Josh there. I'm not used to it. By the way, the weather around kickoff is supposed to be 32 degrees yeah. with nine mile per winds out of the south and southwest. It's going to be, just sum it up like it's this. It's going to be cold and it's not Miami weather. That's yes. the problem. Um, okay. I mean, what, what, what do we take here? The Dolphins, it seems like Adam Gase has survived, right? He's going to make it. It sounds like Tannenbaum's going to yes. be out. I will say this. I didn't realize Gase had full control of their roster, so it's not, which I found out so this all weekend. Those, well, all those pouncy moves and yes. entry moves were all him. I get that, yes. And, and, you know, hey, one of the issues with their team is depth in general mm-hmm. and, and, of course, quality across the board. But I did not realize that until this past weekend. But either way um, – you know, in Buffalo, you and I have talked about this a million times. Buffalo is a different team up there. It's a tough place to go up to anyways, especially when you have no motivation. I think the Bills are a little bit, you know, again, well-coached, tough football team, cousin McDermott. Yeah. Uh, I think Josh Allen, they're all trying to build something for the future, a lot like some of these other teams with young quarterbacks and things like that. I got no, no feel for this overall, other than that I just feel like the Bills are um, – they're a better quality team when they're at home, and I don't trust the Dolphins and what they can do. We saw the Dolphins. They struggle against good defenses, just like last week against Jacksonville. So I'm oddly enough putting $10 on the Dolphins, Lefko. Oh. But be careful, little Dolphin. It's very cold water up there, and it's it's the lake, and it's the freaking waterfall. What's that called? Niagara Falls. It's not salty, salty water, Dolphin. Be careful up there, okay? But I am. It's okay, Dolphin. It's okay. It's okay. It's just one game. But the Bills, I'm going to pick to win the game 19 to 16. So that point five is why I'm going 10 on the Dolphins. 19 to 16. 19 to 16. The story of the Miami wants to move on from Tannehill in 2019 that came out yeah. is very interesting. Uh, Adam Gase has been getting in trouble this week for sitting in the bench, sitting on the bench during the Jaguars. Which game. is just ludicrous. I mean, we celebrated Sean McVay for sitting on the bench and coming up with plays. Yeah. And now we look at Adam Gase, and everyone just down in Miami is questioning Adam Gase. Yeah. We, I came up with, for all of these, except really to the end, I'm going to need your help, how we're going to remember the 2018 season for all of these teams. Yeah. So the 2018 Miami Dolphins, for me, is unfinished business. Mm-hmm. I still have questions about Tannehill. I still have questions about Gase. I still have questions about that entire team. I know nothing about that roster. I have questions about Kenyon Drake and, like, is he the guy? Like, why does he only touch the ball? Like, Devontae Parker, are you going to cut him? Like, nothing about the Dolphins feels set in stone. Mm -hmm. Everything feels up in the air. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills, my thing for them, the 2018 Buffalo Bills, the bounce back. Yeah. Everything, when they hit the bottom, starts to bounce back. I believe that Buffalo hit their bottom in the beginning of this season with mm-hmm. Nathan Peterman. It's been two or three years coming. Guys getting older, losing people. They hit the bottom, and now they're bouncing back up, and Josh Allen is the guy that's going to make it happen. But don't forget, I have two season-long bets in this game. Mm. That the Buffalo Bills will lose, like, will only win five games, right. and the Dolphins will win more than seven. Right. So, so I am putting go. $50 on Miami yep. because you want it to happen. I need it to happen. Yeah. It's the it's really the one like the weird game at one o'clock that I'm gonna care about. Yeah. I can't believe I'm invested it's in that. It's crazy. Game. Uh that really is. And uh it'd be interesting to see. Can you believe they're gonna move on from Tannehill though? Uh I don't believe that yet. No, I don't. Because I, I 
I think, listen, I understand there's concerns. Um, if Gase has the power with Tannenbaum leaving, I do not think that at Tannehill will be gone. I don't either. Well, I, I and think he could also get him at a very affordable price. I think the first thing with Tannehill is just like, okay, I know he's not like top five quarterback material, but who are you going to get that's better? See, he's stuck in that middle-of-the-road category yes. where – we're always going to go, man, we could do a little bit better, but I'm going to go, damn, but I could show you worse, too. I could show you a whole lot worse as we crack down the, the numbers of the NFL at the quarterback position, and we start to go, oh, okay, yeah, you want to go down towards the bottom of the list with some of these sorry teams and see their quarterback situation? No, I think Gase is in on Tannehill. I, I will be I shocked if, if that's, the, that's the case. In my head, yeah. Buffalo wins this game. Yes. I would I would be shocked if the gives Dolphins me two won. Pushes, I really would. would just be the worst. The Bills, if you had to give me some up this season, the build, they're building something there right now. That's the what build. I really like. The build. I mean, I really am excited about their style of football and Josh Allen. And the Dolphins. Yeah, what how would you sum up the twenty eighteen Dolphins? I want to be like same old questions. It's just like you beat the teams you were supposed to beat. Yeah. But you never really beat any of the any of the you know, just I don't know what I want to say with them. How, I still have a lot of the same questions I feel like I've had the last few years. That's what I'm unfinished saying. Unfinished business. Yes. They're just, there's, there's holes in that roster that need to be improved. I stole unfinished business. Last night, uh, me and my girlfriend were just like laying down, and I was like looking through HBO, and The Best Man. Yeah. You ever seen that yeah, movie? Yeah, sure. Morris Chestnut, Tay Diggs, all these guys. Right. And he writes a book called Unfinished Business. Right. And there's a part where Morris Chestnut is an NFL player, and he plays in the Giants, and they're going to the playoffs. He just got a big contract. I don't remember if they ever said his position. Yeah. But at one point, the woman that that he ends up marrying, looks at him, and she goes, to be honest, the advice I'd give you is to stop playing on turf. It's going to limit your career by 60%. And I was like, <laughs> I watched this random uh, 90s movie, and even they are grass, not turf. Yes, right. All right, Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by eight, and if we go to the weather, it's expected to be in the 30s with 16-mile-per-hour winds. Right. Green Bay favored by eight at home. Okay. So, yeah, at home, um, you know, another game that it's hard. Either team, what are they playing? It's hard to get a feel for. I think the Lions are going to be playing for a little more something than people are getting the credit for. Matt Patricia, I think, is finally – you know, kind of got the vote of confidence that he will be back. He's going to want to end the year on a strong note. I do think, too, the thing that always scares me in this type of matchup is, you know, the same thing that always scares me about Green Bay in general. Their offense is very simple, and guys like Matt Patricia know the offense as good as the Joe Philbin does on the sidelines, okay? it's mm. He might as well just be there next to him and go, oh, you, got, you like that one, Joe? Right. All right, don't worry. We'll be all over it. So it puts a lot of pressure on Rodgers through that situation. And, you know, again, I think that Matt Staff, I, I think that the Lions are going to be semi-motivated is what I'm saying. I Do you think, not the, think the Packers will I think be? the Packers will be as well. I don't know if they're going to be eight points favorite motivated. That, to me, is a little much, okay? It did feel like a lot. I feel like that was a high number for a team that like just doesn't blow teams out in general. Like I mean, They were down to the Jets by, by 15, 15. But Green right. Bay at home is a different animal. I get that. I do. And I don't think the Lions are you know uh, as wussy as years past either. Okay, so I'm going $10 on the Lions. Mm. I think it's just too much, eight points. I don't think the Lions are going to like... Roar! I don't think they're just going to fold 10, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I, I think that they're going to at least put up a good defensive effort. And Matt Stafford, he's going to want to try to finish the year somewhat positively because he's been crapped on and hasn't played well the whole year. 
Look, the true thing is, so the Packers this year are five one and one at Lambeau against the spread. Right. Uh, oh no, no, excuse me, that's just straight up. But four and three against the spread. The Lions, though, um, five and two against the spread on the road. I'm just going to give you some of this as a background. Cool. And the Lions have actually done pretty well against Green Bay. They've won three straight against the Packers. Mm. So if you look at that, it's pretty good. Um, Lock of the week, Matt Patricia. The story comes out constantly late to his own meetings. Like, that's as much bullshit as Adam Gase sitting on the sidelines. The head coach is allowed to be late for his meetings. They're his meetings, first of all, okay? And it's not like he's sitting there sitting there going, like, hold on, team, I got to finish my bowl of cereal. Or, hold on, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm watching... I'm watching BR Live. Hold on a second. Let me. That's what he's doing. He's going, hold on, everybody. Hold on. Hold on. I'm almost done. My donut's almost done. It, it seemed like the story was more of a note because right. he was 30 minutes. He pushed a press conference with the media back 30 and was 15 minutes late to that. Yeah. And then that spurred a former player coming out and saying he was late all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I don't know too many head coaches that were on time for their morning team meeting because there's really? always something. Belichick? Belichick, yeah, for the most part, but I think there's a lot of me- morning meetings there where it was okay. We're supposed to meet at eight thirty, and he didn't walk until eight thirty six or eight thirty seven. Gruden, uh, definitely, because there's Josh always- McDaniels. Yes, Jeff I- Fisher, definitely. Yes, so, all of them. Because this is the second time that yeah. Matt Patricia is being derided by the media. Right. The, actually, really, the third time. First time would be when he came after the reporter for slouching. Right. Second time was when he was practicing outdoors. Right. And said it meant something, and they didn't. Yeah. And there's probably even more. But now he's late to his own meetings. Right. Yeah. There's no such thing when the head coach is the. You know, he, he's not late. He's not like like. Oh, I'm so unorganized. Oh, damn. We got a meeting in five minutes. Oh my gosh, I'm not ready. No, it's because somebody he's had a talk to some player or the GM came down and all of a sudden it's like, hey, they want to trade or do this. So he's talking about something. You know, that's where it's like the gay story. It's just a, that's a bunch of BS. That's haters in the media. You. This is why I love trying you. to because crap up. because it's so normal to go. Wow, he's late. He's unorganized. He's not buttoned up. Look at the way he dresses. Exactly. Look at his it's beard piling oh, on. Belichick was the yeah. Right. And it's 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 just funny to step back and go. No, most head coaches are late because they're head coaches and they have a million things to deal with. Like when they walk down the hallway, a head coach oh, has literally Steve. got like people pulling them everywhere. Oh, Jeff Bezos was late. Amazon's falling. <laughs> yeah, apart. exactly. There you go. Green Bay interviewed Chuck Pagano and Jim Caldwell. Yes. What do you think about those two? I mean, two of the most underrated coaches we've had uh, the last few years. I don't think it's the right fit for Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers totally, but I think those are two guys that deserve another chance at some point. I agree with you on point. Caldwell. I do right. not agree with you with Pagano. Really? Because I believe that too many other people have had success with his core when he did not have that success. Right. Bruce Arians had success. And look, because of everything went through, Bruce Arians and then what Frank Wright is doing compared to when, like, it just wasn't the same. The, the Colts, as I mentioned last year, yeah. were ahead going into the fourth quarter in nine of their 16 games. Sure. And blew, no one's blown that as in much as history as Pagano did last year. Year. Yeah, I get so that. that's my issue. Caldwell, I agree with you. Right. The amount of times he took them to the playoffs, the 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 discipline that that team had, uh, and I think that Jim Bob Cooter has been an issue that no one's talked about. Sure, and I think Caldwell had that team in a very good spot, and it was unfair. Yeah, Pagano, I believe that there were failings. 
That's I, how I feel. Yeah, I, I'm, I only thing I would push back with you is the roster was crappy, okay? He didn't have this offensive line he had this year. He didn't sure. have Andrew Luck last year. So sure. that's kind of Very an issue. Very good point. Right? And the only thing I would say, too, is when those teams were crappy early on in his things, they overperformed. I mean, he went 11 right. and f- he went to the playoffs three straight years to lead it off. And I know Bruce Arians took over that one year when he was hurt or sick Pagano's and all that. Pagano's downfall is that he's too fun in the media. He, and he's, he sings and does stuff and he's makes likable. Him look goofy. Exactly right. Yeah. I, I get you there. But yeah, the way- I just feel like they've been underappreciated, both of them. That's what uh, I'm going to give my sum ups of the season yep. to let you think about. It and then give my bet. Uh, Detroit, uh, the 2018 Detroit Lions, the slouching reporter. That's just how I'm always going to remember Detroit. It's it's they're they're kind of loose. They they come out with a bang and then they're not. They're just kind of a lazy reporter. Right. Green Bay, the 2018 Green Bay Packers, the breakup. <laughs> it was the end. Yeah. It was the end of Mike. McCarthy. It was the end of Aaron Rodgers, and now they each have to go succeed on their own. Right. Whether it's Mike McCarthy in Arizona or Aaron Rodgers to somebody else, we will now see how they stand on their own two feet. I agree with you. Eight points is too much, and I am putting fifty dollars on the Detroit Lions. Gotcha. So what I'm really doing here is I'm just bringing up the news that's being talked about because breaking down the game, I have no idea what these teams are playing yeah, for. Yeah, it's okay. You're right. There's no, there's nothing to break down this game for. There's there's going to be young kids in the game. There's going to be a lot of things that And we that will not be talking about the Packers, the Lions, the Bills, or the Dolphins really in the next few weeks. Right. So this is our chance to talk about That's them. our chance, yep. Jacksonville at Houston. Houston at home favored by seven. They can still possibly steal the number two seed away from the Patriots if the Patriots lose to the Jets and they beat the Jaguars. Other than that, it looks like they, they can still be the one seed. If the Chiefs and the Patriots lose? And yes, they can. Wow. And the Chargers too. They can be the one seed, I believe, and I believe they can be the sixth seed all the same weekend. Isn't that amazing? And they are taking on Blake Bortles in his return because he had he to returns. Houston by seven. What do you think, Sims? Um, you know, Houston, of course, is the better football team. We got that. Uh, I have the same concerns about Houston you've heard me talk about all year long. I mean, Houston, when they have to play a team that has a good defense, it concerns me. Uh, I, because they kind of do feast on the poor. You've heard my concerns about their pass game, right? And how there's not enough schemes there and different things to do creatively on a weekly basis. You know, they try to run the ball, but they only run the ball on the poor, like we've talked about a bunch. Lamar should be back. Right. Tamaris Thomas out for the year. That, yep. So those are, you know, things that concern me about the matchup. Blake Bortles coming back on the other side concerns me a little bit as well. Because he can run. Well, he can run. Exactly right. And at least there is some familiarity there with things they want to do on the offensive side of the ball, and there's somewhat of a formula of, of a winning style of football. So you believe that yeah. Blake Bortles playing quarterback for the Jaguars gives them a better chance to make it tough on the Texans? I just wanted to like say it again. Say it again? You want to say yeah. it again? Yes, as compared to Cody Kessler? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I do. I think they match up with the Texans to where, again, I'm going to sit here and go, I'm putting $10 on the Texans, and I'm going to pick the Texans to win this game 24 to 13. <laughs> But I also wouldn't be shocked if this game was 17 to 13. That's why I can't go hard on it. Uh, like I've told you, I, you know, Jacksonville, I don't think their defense is going to fall asleep at the wheel this week. And I think Blake Bortles and the offense are going to try to show a little something in this game. I don't think they're totally going to just abandon ship and quit on the year. Um, I'm just going to give my pick first. I have $50 on the Houston Texans minus seven as well. <laughs> it's. I just I Houston at home yeah makes gives me a lot more confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Fournette might not play. Yeah. Right. The, the Jaguars, for me, it's like I feel like they may have given their last-ditched effort last week in yeah, they over Miami. They could have. Um, and I think Houston has a lot to play for. Uh, the summary of the Jacksonville season, the summary of the Houston season for me is the formula, 2018 Houston Texans, the formula works. And the formula is a strong front four mm-hmm. with a cluster of defensive players in the back right. with a little bit of weapons and a quarterback that you can't game plan for. Right. They're the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles without as good of an offensive game plan, but with maybe a more athletic quarterback and a better front seven. Sure. That's the formula. Sure. It's what we saw work last year, and I think they're running the same formula. Yep. My Jacksonville 2018, the 2018 Jacksonville Jaguars, the truth hurts. Mm. The truth hurts. I like that one. It's a good one. It's You look around and you go, you knew it all along, and you thought you could keep rolling the dice. Yeah. It's going to come up snake eyes once or twice. That's right. And to think that you can trot out the same thing every year. The, the misnomer about the Patriots is that it's been the Patriots for 18 years. The Patriots are a different team every year. Yeah, right. The Patriots that we have this year are, different are unrecognizable than what we saw last year. We haven't seen this Patriots team until 2000, since 2003. 2003. Yes. It's been 15 years since they this played is the back, style. This is back to Tom Brady being carried by, well, not being not carried, carried by, but, but Corey Dillon yeah. and balanced football. Yeah, you're right. No, I know. I know. You're right. They thought they were going to be able to, Jacksonville Jaguars going to go, We our defense can just dominate once yes. again, and they'll score a touchdown every game, and teams will struggle. If it ain't broke, don't exactly. fix it. Exactly. But uh, realize that in the NFL, yeah. everybody gets broke You ain't every getting year. better, you're getting worse. Exactly. Uh, how would, did you, would you like to sum them up in any other way? Um, the Jags would be like a wasted year, was what I would say. Something along that. Jaguars, yeah. a wasted year. Um, and the Texans, I don't know how I would sum it up. I would almost want to say. Way to go, Lefko. Yeah, I agree. Way to go. But something along the lines of like, this was a, a big building block season. You're going to get to go into the playoffs with Deshaun Watson mm. and have a chance. And no matter what happens from here on out, the year was a positive. Yes. And they're a team to watch out for in the future. They how. remind me of uh, a little bit of the Eagles last season. Right. I don't know if they're going to have the postseason success. They remind me a lot of that one Derek Carr Raiders year yeah. where like the schedule kind of was friendly and everything clicked at the same time, but they still have their quarterback. But can they do it in the postseason? Unfortunately for that Raiders team, they lost Derek Carr. Right. My question for the Texans going forward will be, will they build on this going into the future, or was this just a one year where it all clicked? No, We'll I, see. I think there's something building there. I hope so. I do. Alright, let's now move on to the Jets at the Patriots. The Patriots are favored by 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. Can the Patriots get the one seed or no? No, it, I don't believe the Patriots can. Mm. They might be able to I if they win and the Chiefs lose. That's your job. You're the host. You don't know that? What's I don't. wrong with you? <laughs> but either way, they're still yeah. playing for a bye. Right. And the Jets I don't are, think they can get the one seed. I might be wrong, but I'm going to look that up real quick. The weather at 1 o'clock, 32 degrees, 5 miles per hour wind, it, five miles per hour wind a very dry day right. at Gillette Stadium. Are you typing in, can the Patriots get the one seed? Yeah, I'm trying to look now. Damn it. Sorry, guys. Are you doing it? Yeah. Patriots can get the one seed yeah. in the AFC. It's officially need... the last week of the regular season, but no seeds have been set. Okay, yeah. So they need the, they just need the Chiefs and Chargers to lose, basically, I guess. Right. Yep. Uh, 13 and a half, Sims. Okay. Um, 
Hey, with the Patriots, I think the big thing is here, uh, you know, of course the offense has had issues lately. It's been inconsistent. Um, I do think that they're going to try to go into the playoffs on a very positive note. There's certainly going to be no falling asleep at the wheel this week, whether it be players or game plan-wise. I kind of feel the same way about the Jets too, though. I don't think the Jets are going to just like uh, quit on the year either. Again, they have a young rookie quarterback who's played well the last two weeks. I think they are building on something with him for the future. I think your offensive coordinator and those guys, they're fighting for their career, so they want to have a good game because they're hoping that they can show enough to where whoever takes over at head coach for Todd Bowles, he might want to keep them. Todd Bowles, I think, is going to still want to end up on a dip, big, uh, you know, on a on a positive note as well. You know, hoping that there might be a chance he stays right. on, but I don't think that's happening. Just so everybody knows. Okay, so the big thing is, I'm betting ten dollars on the Jets here. Mm. I I know, it's just a year where I can't pick the Patriots in this type of game. Most years, I'd feel like, oh, 13 and a half. They're just trying to make us chicken out and picking them, and they're really going to win thirty-one to thirteen or something like that. Those I lines just, always make you think. That. Yeah, I just don't feel that way with the Pats this year, and I do think the Jets with Darnold and some of the things they do on the defensive side of the ball can be a pain in the butt for the Patriots. So the Patriots win the game, but I'm only going to say twenty-eight to twenty. I don't think they're going to run away with this. I think there's enough there to keep the Jets motivated. Um, Tremaine Johnson was held out. Of, oh, I'm going to do my pick first. Yeah. I'm just going to say this ahead of time. Almost all of these games with the huge lines, because there's about four or five, mm-hmm. I'm pretty much going the underdog. Yeah. Because I'm watching the shop, which is on HBO, and it's LeBron, and he's sitting around there with Ice Cube and Chris Bosh and Todd Gurley and Jimmy Kimmel were the ones I remember offhand in the first session before Mary J. Blige and, and uh, uh, Lena got on there. But Todd Gurley, they said... Why is, is it always close? Why can it go last to first and all that? He goes, it's, you don't blow teams out in the NFL. Yeah. Everybody's close. Mm-hmm. I look at the Patriots. That game last week in which they went and didn't cover the spread against Buffalo, if Julian Edelman doesn't roll over somebody's back and go for a touchdown, yeah. that's a one-possession game yes, late. Right. It required like an all-time highlight to even get to that point. Mm-hmm. Buffalo was in the game the entire time. Sam Darnold has played adequately lately. Yeah. He's making the necessary throws. Mm-hmm. He's running around. He's making good plays. And you know what? They've been playing for bowls. They were up 15 over the Packers at home. The Jets have covered three of the last four times they've played the Patriots. And the Patriots are not a team built right now to just blow people out willy-nilly. No. Not what they are. I just and I also could see you know pulling some guys late. Right. Tom Brady got pulled last week with sure. six minutes left. Well, a thirteen and a half point spread against a team that's one to play. I too will put fifty dollars on the New York Jets. Welcome. Um, yeah, tr- I just don't see it. Tremaine Johnson being held out of Wednesday practice called an in-house matter. Anything there? I don't know. I know his play hasn't been up to par for what they're paying him. I don't know anything behind the scenes to let you know there, mm. but. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I I know that they have to be somewhat disappointed in, but the way he's played. I mean, they're paying him to be a shutdown corner, and he's had too many moments this year where people have had big plays or just attacked him in general. Like you heard me say, maybe five or six weeks ago. To me, it looks like he lost a gear this year. Mm. That was my big thing. As the year went on, I just went. 
damn, when people ran by him, it was never gaining any ground or he can never stay with the fast receivers. He was almost a liability when it came to deep routes down the field if he didn't get a good jam in you on the line of scrimmage. So I'm sure they're not happy with him. Is there a chance right. that because of the way the Rams were last year, playing ahead all of the, the entire season? I know you thought he's been good for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But getting a little bit more of a predictive opponent play. Sure. Could that have inflated him maybe a little bit before now going to the Jets where people will take shots on you at any time and you have no idea what's coming because you're either playing you're playing from behind or you're playing it even. Yeah, it's a it's a different game and I think more than anything is what happens is he's a guy that was on the franchise tag for two years in a row and he stayed tip top shape and ready mm. to play and he finally got his big payday this year and in New York. He just didn't quite you know, dot his I's and cross his T's all the way to start to start the season. The 2018 New York Jets come back, Sam. And what I mean by that is, from the first game of the year, throws a pick six to Detroit and then roars back at the end and instills confidence right. to the middle of this season when he played awful against Miami. Right. And then everyone was challenging him and he was hurt for five weeks. And the way he's played the last few weeks, mm-hmm. Sam is showing he's got the grit. He's got the gut, and this is the future of the team, and he's going to come back. And I have a lot of faith in him going forward. New England Patriots, the 2018 New England Patriots, Belichick does it again somehow. Mm -hmm. Belichick should be coach of the year, and we can say it every single year. Gronk has faded. The defense really does not have that much talent when you look around. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of pieces that are somehow cobbled together, and he could somehow still get the first place in the AFC. And it's it's not when Tom Brady comes to town. It's when Bill Belichick comes to town. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is. And I just want to take this time to honor him because, holy crap, it's special, Sims. Yeah, it is. Uh, There's nothing like it. He's the greatest coach in the history of the sport. It's not even close. Um, And, uh, yeah, I mean, all the points you made are truly – for me, New England, I would say this. Lynn has more talent. Matt Nagy has more talent. Definitely. Pete Carroll has Now, the only thing I would argue with those is Bill has – this is his talent. There's no denying that. He's the one that built the team. So if there's talent issues, it's because of him. Okay, good point. He's not winning GM of the year. He's not winning GM of the year. But he's still finding the formula that works for what he's doing, and he doesn't believe in being top-heavy. And I didn't mean to dispel your thing. No, I'm just no, saying no, no. that. It's a great point. But the beginning of the end. That's what I look at it as New England. Uh, I think it's the beginning of the end. You so know, not the end. Not the end, but it's the first time we've seen, you know, just little cracks in the seams to go, okay. Yep, they're going to have to. It, it's about that time where we're seeing Brady start to go downhill. And yes, they're still really good, but it's the first time we're seeing it go that way, I think, in the last the 15 years. The 2018 New York Jets. Yeah, the 28 New York Jets, I want to be like, um, you know, something building wise, building something or found your franchise, something gotcha. like that along that as you, far as the quarterback. I do, yes. They got their guy. I like Sam a whole lot. Yeah, do I think he's got the highest potential of like a Baker or a Josh Allen? No, but I think he is a franchise starting quarterback for a long, long time for that football team. We better hurry. We're doing okay. Okay, we good? I'm just letting you know. We've only gone through four games. and Okay, let's go yeah, faster. Right. Carolina, New Orleans, New Orleans favored by nine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, again, it's Teddy Bridgewater show. Uh, don't know really what the Saints are going to do or what to expect from them. Um, 
you know, I think they're going to run their offense. I just don't know who's going to be in and out of the game. What linemen do they keep safe? Whatever that may be. Yeah. And then Carolina, hey, I mean, what, what's there to say? Do I think their defense is going to give a spirited effort? Sure. Um, the quarterback situation is a little. Uh, Kyle Allen is making his right, fourth, his but, first career start, and he'll be throwing. He's only throwing four throws. Yeah. I mean, they were all last week, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. I mean, and he's the Texas A&M kid who transferred, and I can't remember where he transferred from at one point, but. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, come on. I'm going with the Saints, okay? I'm putting $10 wow. on this. Yeah. I just still think the Saints will have offensive line, a decent scheme going in the game. Their defense is still sound. I'm going to say they win the game like 23-13 to 13 because the Panthers just can't muster up any offense. Uh, Kyle Allen is still walking to the sidelines to get signals and doesn't realize yet that there's a microphone and a helmet. <laughs> That's an actual Did story. Did he do that last week? Yes. That's hilarious. Teddy Bridgewater is going to play, and you know what? Yeah. Because of that, I'm going to blow your mind. Ooh. I'm going $350 on the Saints. Okay. Big time. Right. Why? Because you've always said this, and I'm using your information. Yeah. The Saints could still go to the Super Bowl with Teddy Bridgewater. Sean Payton is not taking the foot off the gas. I'm getting an angry defense that almost got beat by the Steelers last week against Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. That's incredible. Teddy Bridgewater is going to run it fine. And the number one thing to everybody, there's 46 men on an active roster. When you're a team like the Saints and you have good depth, those guys are still going to play. Yeah. You know, it's yep. it's still going to be – they're still going to get it flowing. I think the Saints go out there and absolutely bash them. And Teddy Bridgewater – Teddy Bridgewater is this team. I don't know if you've seen it on social media. Mm. He does the chopper dance, and he, he's the one leading the dances in the Saints locker room. Gotcha. He's going to go out there ready to put up buckets. Right. And the team's going to go, let's ball out for Bridgewater. Sure. You're not the future of our team. That's Taysom Hill. But an amazing season. We want to ball out. I think they destroy the Panthers. Okay. Dis- and... This was the game that they they almost lost to them two weeks ago. Yeah. They're motivated to kick that ass. Right. You're not buying it. Well, I don't know what to buy with this I'm game. I'm buying it. I feel, I, I feel really confident. I mean, that's fine. I don't think it's a. I don't think you're crazy at all. I just there's a little too many unknowns for me. I but thought of I, all I'm, the teams I'm, that were favored. Of all the teams that were favored by 14 and a half. Right. When I saw the Saints were only favored by nine, it blew me away. Right. It blew me away. Yeah. The Saints kicked the ass, kicked the Panthers' ass last time they played. In the second half. I think that continues. Anyway, the 2018 Carolina Panthers, I call it the crying shoulder. Why? You have been putting this franchise on the shoulders of Cam Newton for years. And you know what? It finally came crashing down. And it's not Cam's fault. It's not his body's fault. You've asked him to do too much. And the one year, it, it just it came crashing down. Right. The New Orleans Saints, the 2018 New Orleans Saints, I call it the perfect marriage. Drew Brees and Sean Payton are opposites. Drew Brees literally can do no wrong. Sean Payton, if given his druthers, could go out there and be the party starter. But together, they are the perfect marriage. And this was the year that it all clicked. Mm -hmm. This is the year that the line was right, the weapons were right, the time was right, and Drew Brees' play was right. And it all came together, and they fulfilled your prophecy. It's the perfect marriage. Yeah, That's how I felt about their two seasons. Yeah, it's the championship run. That's what the Saints are doing right now. That's how I would would kind of clarify. Uh, Love yes. it. Uh, they've been a team that's you know building to this point, and and they're there. And yes, if you made me pick right now, the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. Um, 
the Carolina Panthers, I think I would go like something like um, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity where they were sitting there 6-2 and two mm. and blew a number of games where they controlled the tempo of those games. Where they, you, know, you talk about that one losing stretch there where they oh. got blown out by the Steelers, but certainly could have beat the Lions. That was the wide-open two-point conversion. Seahawks dominated the football game and screwed it up. The Buccaneers game the week before, the next week, that was Cam throwing some dumb interceptions mm. and doing a few dumb things. They had the Browns loss yeah. where they had a chance to win. Of course, the Saints game that you mentioned. Yeah. So, you know, I just look at it from the NFC perspective, too. With a team like this, you know, they, they could have been a team that could have been dangerous, you know, yes. I, if, if they kind of fulfilled what they totally were, but they, but they did not. The and, other name for Carolina yeah. season? Screw Thursday night football. <laughs> yeah, right. Because that everything. Pittsburgh game changed everything. It did. You look at the clock. No. Okay, good. I was worried. All right. Dallas at the Giants. Right. Giants favored by six. Right. And I'm looking at the weather right now. No Odell, it doesn't look like. 34 degrees, 35 degrees at kickoff. Right. Five mile per hour winds. Okay. Um, I think the Giants are clearly going to be the more motivated team in this game. It could be Eli Manning's last game. We don't know that. I think you're going to get a decent little fan base there. So... There'll be that aspect of it altogether. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys are going to, you know, rest their team completely, but certainly not going to be. Zeke has come out and says, I want to play to get the rushing. Sure. Yeah, I know. I mean, that sounds great, but I don't think they're going to be giving it to him like in the fourth quarter, like sludge it up the middle one more time, Zeke, to get the record, you know? So those are the things I look at. I do think that the. The Cowboys will keep it close to a degree, but at the end of the day, I am picking the Giants. Wow. I am. I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm going $10 on the Giants. Tim, I there's part of me that wants you to load up on one game. I'm going to go... $10 uh, on the Giants. Yeah, I'm going to say 24 to 13. Um, yeah, I don't think the Cowboys are going to do much schematically on either side of the ball. And I think because of the Eli factor and it's the Cowboys, the Giants will put up one more big-spirited effort. And don't you worry... I am going one big game. Oh my I'm God. taking you to places you've never seen before. <laughs> I looked at this yeah. and I went, the Giants by six. Yeah. I'm putting $100 on the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm putting it's our first disagreement. It is. Uh, I don't know if it's our first. But it is. It of is? all the games thus far, it's the first one we've disagreed on. Yeah. I, I look at this game and I go, maybe Giants by three. But if you believe that the Giants are that much more, like they're going to care that much more about against the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, the Dallas's defense is super deep. Sure, like I think Eli is going to struggle. Where do the Giants struggle? At home. It's a lot of things on Eli's mind. He's going to want to play great. Like I don't know. I look at the Dallas team, I, I and know. unless I get four quarters of Cooper Rush and he just stinks, right? Like Dallas is basic anyway. You know, like I think Michael Gallup can do stuff on these guys if Amari Cooper sits. I, I, I just the Giants favored by six is wild to me. Like you it think is. they're going to care that much more? Well, when I see games like this, I see that and I go, "Wow, you guys really do think that caring more is what matters in the NFL?" Well, in these type of games, I, I do think it will to a degree. I do. I think one team's going. We're already checked out to the next week, and we could talk about it all we want. And not that they're just going to totally lay down, but I do think the Giants are also first-year head coach. He's trying to build something into the future, right. the Eli issue. 
Yeah, I when I pick them to win these type of games too, Lefko, I don't envision it being like it was twenty four nothing Giants. Yeah. You know, I think it's gonna be like, you know, fourteen thirteen Giants and then seventeen thirteen yeah. Giants and then it, to me you know, is, the to back me of quarterback for the Cowboys run. comes in yeah. and he fumbles or whatever. Yeah, That's I how I look at it. So uh my 20- So I gotta root for the Panthers and the Giants. Yeah, that's easy for you. <laughs> the uh, New York, the 2018 New York Giants, the big two. The big two. Yeah. Saquon and Odell. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We live in a world where you need big threes. And I call it the big two because you ain't got the third. Yeah. You don't have the quarterback. Right. And you're probably not going to have the quarterback again next year. The, this, this year for the Giants is going to be, it really should be um, purgatory. You're not bad. You're not good. You're just in the middle because yeah. you haven't made a decision yet. Right. You're waiting. Right. And and your waiting is getting you nowhere. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys 2018, mm-hmm. another other year. Another and what I mean other, by that is every other? the Cowboys are good every other year. Right. And this was another other year yeah. where last year their offensive line was hurt. Zeke was suspended, whatever. And they won like six or seven games. The year before that, their offensive line was healthy and Zeke was there and they won 13 games. The year before that, their offensive line was hurt and they didn't have any offense and they were bad. The year before that, their offensive line was great. They made it work. They had a run. Cowboys do it every year. Next year, I'm betting against them. Yeah. Just going to tell you, it's every other year. So this was another other year. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys are uh, they're dangerous, man. They I don't ride even waves. Know. I wish I you would have told me this before we start the show, That's so fine. I could have something a little more. Um... I need to bring something individual and unique. Okay, you yeah, bring football cool. knowledge. I bring summing up things in movie titles for I, no reason. Okay, I like That's it. I work. like it. The at, year of Eli, the book of Eli. What will they do? Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Yeah. Tampa Bay favored by one, and in Tampa, oh, to live in Tampa, it will be 79 degrees oh, with 71% humidity. Feels good. Gosh, I good bet old you it days. Does. Back where I used to be walking down Bayshore Boulevard in Tampa, living the good life, riding jet skis, doing all that good stuff, seeing dolphins go underneath me, manatees. Skateboarding. Yeah, I wasn't skateboarding, no. I was no. Not doing that. Rollerblading. <laughs> Danielle, my wife, was doing that. Really? Yes. But at the end, I got some jet skis when I was living down there. That was awesome. Be going through the bay, you know, like When Tampa you bay. own a jet ski, how right. often do you jet ski? A lot. Is I, it like every day? I, I mean... Did you feel obligated to? You're like, I got this vehicle no but anytime i was bored i was always like let me lower that in the water and go out there i I had like a little town home on the water that's pretty dope so it was cool and i could just lower it in and go and whatever but yeah it was it was always like oh i'm bored let me go out here and go 60 on my jet ski in the water and And just rip it as hard as you can right it was it was always fun Um, when you yeah when you're on a jet ski Mm -hmm. i can't believe we're having this talk when you're on a jet ski and you go full throttle, yeah. and you're skimming over the top of the surface, right. and there's nothing around you. Yeah, like one of the most freeing feelings there can be. It definitely is. Like there's glass out there. It's and amazing. then I'd argue this: being behind somebody and like not driving. If you're, I, I doubt that ever happens to you. But doing that is also one of the most frightening things because yeah. you have no control. No control. I know that is scary. Holding on to some idiot who's driving a jet ski 50 oh, miles per crap. hour going all over the One thing I used to do that was stupid is like <laughs> these big tankers used to come into the bay, right? Oh, and you'd ride their I like to ride their wakes. Man, you think <laughs> it's fun until you get close and you go, <laughs> holy, you go, holy shit, this wake's like 30 feet high. Yeah. Like, and you start to worry. That's where I, I did that once or Who twice. Who are you taking in this barn burner? Well, I'm going to take the bucks. 
at home. One. I'm putting $10 on the Bucks. I think they're going to win the football game. I mean, the Bucks' offense is still somewhat dangerous. I think they can protect Jameis Winston. The Falcons, we've talked about how they really don't do a lot on defense. I just think it favors the Bucks in this matchup. The Falcons' offense, I do think, will be able to move the ball on the Bucks too. Um I don't know though. I just I just feel like the Bucks are going to be a little bit more motivated. Where the Falcons are just like, eh, mm. we underperformed this year. We got injured. We should have been yeah. better, and we weren't. And it's over. I read the quote from Dirk Cutter. Yeah. that said Ryan Griffin will not only get snaps, yeah. he will get a lot of snaps, yep. and he deserves it. Right. And I flipped from Tampa Bay to Atlanta, and I will be taking the Falcons at plus one at fifty dollars. Yep. Because ooh fifty too. I, I don't know. I don't know how many snaps Jameis is going to get. Yeah. I, and I think when your quarterback comes out and they're trying out people, that to me is a cue when everyone stops caring as much. I think the Falcons got a rush last week. They beat the crap out of the Panthers. Uh, Their punter body slammed a guy and got a lot of attention on social media, which I think is a rush. And I think the Falcons and Dan Quinn, he's already put both coordinators on notice. Uh, And Tampa, I'm sitting there going, I have no idea how I would sum up these teams. The Tampa Bay Bucks in 2018, I'd call it the drive driverless car Mm. no idea i don't know who's at the wheel for the gm i don't know who's at the wheel for the head coach i don't know who's at the wheel for the quarterback right they got rid of their dc i look at that team and i go it's just going down the street yeah I have no idea who's at the head of it. No, it's it's hard to get a feel for who's leading that franchise. Sometimes it it went straight, like against the Cowboys. It was like, look at that, you know, like they could they could hang in games and they could throw the ball. Yeah, there's some talented pieces. No idea. Yeah, Atlanta, 2018, the Falcons, the crumbled core. Mm. Everything that that team stood for got banged up. Yeah, the D line, the linebacker, the safety, the offensive line, uh, the tenets of the defense, the cover three press bail right. fell apart. The offense and what it stood for came down. The very middle of that team, it, it got exposed for not having depth. Yes, not having depth of play calling, not having depth at positions, not not getting good, you know, exclusive rights free agents and building your special teams the entire core crumbled yeah. is how i'd summarize that season. i think that's a good way to put it certainly i don't one of the weird things in the media too is to me where like i don't and this is not this i'm gonna sound like i'm piling on i think maybe i talked about this so if i did stop me i just don't understand why like this is what drives me crazy about our business why aaron Rodgers gets criticized like this year towards the end oh he's not the same he's not doing as well they're not winning but then and he's being paid all this money, and oh gosh, he's being overpaid, blah, blah, blah. But then Matt Ryan, who has Julio Jones and Calvin Ridney and Muhammad Sanu and Tevin Coleman, and his offensive line was healthy, he got a free pass because the defensive players were hurt. I just, I'm just, you know I'm what? not trying to be a I hater. I have a theory. I have yeah. a theory. Right. When you get to play some years mm-hmm. with an offensive genius, a lot of the attention gets put on that. So right now it's before Kyle and it's after Kyle. Yeah. And so they're going, oh, see, this is an offensive coordinator issue because that offensive coordinator left and that offense is great now. Aaron Rodgers has never had anybody with him that's ever been called that. Daryl Bevel moved on and flamed out. Joe Philbin moved on and flamed out. All of the other offensive minds haven't panned out. So I don't know. That's just a theory I have. Yeah, no. So a lot, of, a lot of it's being thrown at the feet of the OC where – Yeah, you're right. It is. Where I know, I know, and it just it's just weird to me. That's all I'm saying. I'm just food for thought. That's all I'm food saying. Food for thought. Food for thought. All right, next one. 
All right, we're into the 4 o'clock games. That's crazy to see the whole list of 4 o'clock games. Cleveland at Baltimore. Right. Mark Andrews, uh, the tackle has come out, and or the, the tight, tight end, end. Yep. said Baker's going to try and mess it up for us. Mm-hmm. Talking about both quarterbacks, he said guys like Lamar and Baker, they have certain things about them. It's the it factor. Two rookie quarterbacks going. We have seven rookie quarterbacks going this week. Baltimore going for the AFC North to make Lefko look like a genius to pick them to beat the Steelers. The Browns. All they can do right now is play spoiler, but I don't know if there's a hotter team in the NFL right now than the Cleveland Browns. Baltimore favored by six at home, Sims. What do you think? Well, I think first of all— This is a real game. First real game. This is is, is the first real game, and I think it's scary for the Ravens. I really do. I think the Cleveland Browns really match up with Baltimore. Wow. I do. I don't think there's really one area— You were all over Baltimore. You've been all over Baltimore these last five weeks. I've been pretty good. your big bet for like the— You're right. I've been pretty good with Baltimore. I'm going to shut up and let you go. Well, no, no. I'm just saying I I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I didn't think you'd think No, I'm saying shut up because I'm feeling you're going to make a big bet here. Oh, no. I'm just—I do feel like I have a good feel for Baltimore and who matches up well with them and who doesn't. Yeah, break it down. And I would think Cleveland matches up well with them. Um, One, the first thing I always look at Baltimore is, are they going to overpower people up front? I don't think they're going to overpower Cleveland on either side of the ball to where they're just going to go, oh, we're going to win this matchup and they're going to have a hard time and they're going to have to do things schematically to change their game plan. No, I don't look at it that way. Two, when I go to Cleveland's offense, of course, we've talked about their offensive line, and it's very good. It's one of the better units of their team. Their run game, and hey, you know, I don't know other way to say this, but motherfuckers, Baker Mayfield's dangerous when you got a run game. Because if it's one-on-one, Baker, like Mark Andrews is saying, he's going to go, oh, it's one-on-one. I'll just throw the comeback 20 yards, bam, on the money. Oh, 20 yards, bam, spot. on the money. Right. So he's not afraid to throw into tight man-to-man coverage because he goes, well, I can put it where I want to where that one guy, all I got to do is worry about that one guy getting the ball. Yes. I'll put it somewhere. So he's gifted that way. And then the Browns defense, uh, Greg Williams, this kind of week where he's going for, to still maybe be the head coach, and Freddie Kitchens has wanted to be the OC. You know, I just think that they're going to have a game plan, especially with Baltimore's offense. As you and I know, it's not great at passing the ball. They'll be able to do some different things to put more in the the stop-the-run game basket. And because of that, I'm putting $10 on the Browns. (laughs) (laughs) You little Raven, you. Um, I'm going to pick the Ravens 20-17. to Okay? Okay. but yes, I think this is scary for Baltimore. I would expect them to win, but I will not sit here and be like like jaw dropped in shock if you know we saw like we saw last year in Baltimore in week seventeen. Oh man, with Cincinnati. Yeah, like some big play at the end where Baker makes a great throw and all of a sudden they kick a game winning field goal and Baltimore gets yes. knocked out. I would not be shocked if that happened. Look, everything that 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 I usually do looking at how emotions are and stuff makes sense. They're coming off this huge win over the Chargers, uh, but they're still fighting for their lives. This feels like history repeating itself. Yeah. Five or six weeks ago, the Browns beat the crap out of the Bengals, right. and they were feeling really good. And their next game was at Houston against a really good defense, mm-hmm. and Baker kind of got shook up a little bit. Yep. They had a few fumbles. Uh, Antonio Callaway, six. he threw a pick six. Antonio Callaway fumbled right in the end zone. Yeah, that was yeah, amazing. They tried to come back, but they got beat up by a, a big defense. That was amazing, that Callaway. Remember, that was the Callaway had the long touchdown and got called back, and two plays later he's gone for a touchdown and fumbles, and fumbles at the one-inch line. 
I think that Cleveland's offense under Baker has been really, really good at home. They don't really score that much when they're on the road, other than that one Bengals game. So I actually have $50 on the Ravens to cover this, um, mainly because I think Baltimore is a really tough team at home. Mm-hmm. I think that they're. I think the, the Browns are going to come out wanting to play spoiler, but as you said, the Ravens got spoiled last year. Yeah. So even though Lamar didn't play, that whole team is going, this ain't happening again. Right. And I think they're just going to pound and pound and pound. I think they cover, but I don't think it's big. That's why I'm only putting $50. Yeah. The 2018 Cleveland Browns, mm. the Baker has arrived. Yeah. That, that's, that's how I'll always – this is when it begins. Do you know what Baker's like to me? I don't know if you know this. If you, I know you're a big basketball fan. He's Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is there's certain shooting guards in the NBA that when they go from college where it's 35 seconds and there's a lot of offense and people pack the lane and all that stuff, and then you get to the NBA and it's more of an isolation game and it's more about how athletic are you? We're going to give you space. They're going to call those fouls. You know, it's, you're not getting pressed. Yeah. It's learning how to play that new type of game. Mm-hmm. I look at Baker and what you just said, he looks at the NFL and it's a game that's more made for him. It is. It's an isolation game. It's a one-on-one game. It's a matchup game. Exactly right. He's and got Baker, answers. The coach is telling him Baker every week things. That, yeah. senses the matchups. Right. And that's what he specializes mm-hmm. in. And that's, that, I don't know if that's a good comparison or no, not. No, I think it's... A, it, it just is. feels like the shooting guard that's like, oh, it's an open game up yeah, here? I, I agree. I think I it, have the talent exactly to do right. that. Exactly right. Yeah, I have the talent to do that. They're going to set me up. I, I'm never going to the line of scrimmage going... I'm not sure yes. what to do against this blitz, you know. And again, I'm not trying to say, but you're that's a good good analogy. I really liked it actually because in college, a lot of the times you just go up to you're the line running of the system and you're going. I hope he called the right protection. Right. I, he didn't even tell me what to do against this blitz. I hope the line picks them up. Or yeah. there's that stuff that goes on. Yes, the game has been it, it's it's handmade for him. You're the right. about 2018 that. Baltimore Ravens, yeah. the found identity. Ooh. And what I mean by that is. The Ravens have been trying to pass the ball with Joe Flacco for like the last six years. Yeah. And really all they've wanted to do is protect the ball, pound you on offense, put together 12 to 15 play drives, and then when your offense finally gets to go on the field, they go, there are seven guys in between the weights of 250 and 330 pounds. And when I look to the right, there's Terrell Suggs <laughs> looking at me going, I'm going to get you. Yeah. And they finally get to be that identity. Yeah. They finally get it. Yep. Never forget that in the peak of Joe Flacco is supposed to be the guy, there were rumors that the team wanted to go with Terod Taylor. Sure. Never forget that before Terod Taylor, who was the quarterback from Ohio State? Troy Smith. Yes. People wanted Troy Smith. Right. The team has been clamoring for this kind of quarterback, and they finally got it in Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he they fits found their identity. They definitely, and they have an identity. Yep, and he will only get better as a quarterback too. So that's of it course. is it's scary for what they can be down the road. Chargers at Denver, right? Chargers are favored by six and a half. I'm going to give you this nugget before you go. Yeah, Philip Rivers has lost four in a row in Denver. Mm. Sims, where are you going? Okay, I hope this is the big. One. Oh, I bet you do hope. <laughs> um, okay, Nikki, you ready? Oh, baby. $10 on the Chargers. God damn it. <laughs> um, okay, but again, the Chargers playing for something. We know that. They still can win the AFC West. Um, 
I think the Chargers are going to be disappointed with the way they played last week, especially yes. on the offensive side of the yes. ball, getting shut down. They're going to be a little disappointed with the fact that they lost to the Broncos a few weeks ago in a game that they should have won. Um, the Broncos, though, at home, even though it's meaningless week 17, it's still a tough place to play. They still have some talented guys in their defense. I know guys like Bradley Rovey aren't going to be out there and little things like that. Um I mean, the Chargers, I have confidence. I'm picking them to win 27-17. to 17. It's just I don't have the confidence to pick put big money on it to just go, they're going to blow this team out this week. You know, especially when they just might, you know, th- there is the part of them, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, that's what I feel. I don't know the way to put it. The Denver Broncos, in the last four times that they've beat Phillip Rivers mm-hmm. in Denver, yeah. scored 24-27, 27-35. Right. The Broncos don't have Emmanuel Sanders. The Broncos don't have Demarius Thomas. The Broncos don't have Philip Lindsay. Yep. I have been watching this Broncos team the last few weeks. They're incapable of scoring points. Yeah. The Chargers are angry. They have a lot to play for. I am putting $200 on the Chargers. Broncos D. I just, this one looks... It, I look at it and I go, Chargers charge. <laughs> the 2018 Los Angeles Chargers ride the rivers. Yeah, ride, ride the, rivers. the rivers, baby. <laughs> There's going to be some crashes. It's going to be bumpy. You're going to get to those white water, but I'll tell you what, ride the rivers is going to be fun. Ride the, tw- the rivers. The 2018 Denver Broncos, bagger vans. Yeah. As in bag of vans. Bag of vans. Time to go. Yeah. He's gone, I would think. It's gone. Yes. Be the big question. Last two be, years for the Denver be? Broncos have been wasted years. Wasted. Yeah. Von well, Miller's part of this career has been wasted. Yeah. It was a questionable hiring. I mean, they hired a, a defensive coach who the year he got hired as the 27th? head coach. 29th. 29th defense in football got him hired. Miami. So I don't understand that anyways. Uh Oakland at Kansas City. I just chickened out there. Like it no, was that one makes of the me games, I love when you chicken out. I want to do it. Like that's a lock for me. But it probably sh- it should be a lock for you. That that I feel good about. I don't know what it is about Denver's defense at home. I just chickened out there a little bit. I'm I'm just having watched Denver constantly on yeah. offense. Yeah, Case it's, has it's nothing. Strugglesville. No, it's his nothing. tight ends are hurt. Right. Like he's got no weapons. They traded away the weapon, and then the next week the other the weapon other got, got hurt. hurt. Yeah, right. Awful. I know. I know. Uh, Oakland, the team that beat the Chargers and brought me back to even. That's what I get betting on the Raiders, baby. I love it. <laughs> Raiders, and I've actually made a lot of money on the Raiders this season. Raiders at Chiefs. Right. Chiefs are favored by 13 and a half. Yeah. Let's do this one quick. Chiefs are fighting for home field advantage. Yeah, Chiefs are fighting for home field advantage and coming off a two-game losing streak, right? So that's mm. like, and Patrick Mahomes is playing for the MVP. Chargers and Seahawks. Right? So Pat, and Mandy Reid wants him to win the MVP. I just know that's the we way Andy Reid works. Right. And that's the way Andy Reid works. Uh, he wants his quarterbacks to be... You know, he likes to be that guy that coaches the quarterback who had the special year. But I do think the Chiefs, like you said, playing for something at home and then trying to go into the playoffs on a positive note, a team that's, you know, been one of the top teams in football all year. They blew a game, you know, at home against the Chargers a few weeks ago. And then, of course, didn't play all that great against the Seahawks last Sunday night. So I look at that and then I think added the fact that, you know, the Raiders really had their swan song last week. I think that's where it concerns me about the Raiders. Right. You know, um, yeah, they like, you know, 
MC and Gruden high five the fans. I That's what I mean. That's yeah. a little. It's a little. They they gave their Marshawn big send off. Lighting a blunt on the Christmas uh, Eve. Right. Everybody was yeah. celebrating the fact that this might be the end of Oakland. We right. won a game. All these type of things. Okay. Okay. So fourteen hundred and fifty dollars on the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> They are going to blow them out. That place is going to go crazy. They have a chance to be the number one seed. Derek Carr doesn't get great pass protection. That's one thing that uh, Kansas City can do is rush the passer. So I don't worry about their secondary in this matchup as much as other games because I do think that their pass rush will get there and hit home added to the fact that they've lost two games. Added to the fact that it's 43 degrees and Derek Carr's not. Just all says me likey the Chiefs, okay? 1,450 smackaroos. And there goes your lead. So that means <laughs> that you're betting 1450 of a possible 1600 on the Chiefs, yes. which means that you have a total of, of course, 150 on the rest of your games. Yes. You know what? Right. I'll do you a favor. I'll take 150, and I'm going to put it on the Raiders. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yes. Why? Man, why? Because I can't think of a comment right now. So No, I can't. <laughs> okay. I am, of course, afraid that all of the emotion has left the Raiders. Yeah. I am banking on the Raiders pounding the Chiefs with a running game that I think has actually worked the last few weeks. It's been good. Pretty good. This is a Raiders team that has already proven to themselves that they can score on this Chiefs defense. This is a Chiefs defense that every time I watch is getting destroyed by offenses. 13 and a half points is a lot when you have a defense that can't hold people under 24. Do I believe the Chiefs can put up a lot of points? Of course. I forgot that Derek Carr is not that great in the cold. Yeah. And I'm going to need it to not be that cold. <laughs> but uh, it just to me led, led to this is the I one I cannot to believe me. that you put 1450 on a 13 and a half point spread. Yeah. You're going to be nauseous. It wasn't it it didn't scare it And the fact that I'm I wasn't going gonna against let it scare it, me. You have a legitimate chance to beat me. I need to do well on a lot of my other bets. <laughs> it's really going to uh, wow. I was really worried that you were going to be big on this game and I was going to be wasting no, it. So I went I'm so opposite. glad. I know. This is amazing. It's the best Christmas gift you ever gave. I'm betting You know what? If there's one team, you know what? Last week let me pull up the. I've been there in meaninglessly week Hold seventeen on. games last under week, John Gruden. Last week, I bet on Oakland. You bet on Denver. Who covered that? You did. You're right. I did. Uh, the week before that, <laughs> you bet on Oakland. I bet on Cincinnati. Who covered that? I guess I did. You did. So that's yeah. two weeks in a row that I've known Oakland. Three weeks ago, Pittsburgh, Oakland. You bet on Pittsburgh. Yeah. I bet on Oakland. What happened? Yes, Oakland. Oakland. Been all over it. Uh, the week before that, Kansas City, Oakland. We both went Kansas City, and from then on, I said never again. <laughs> never again. John Gruden, you grind your way. Oh, 2018, geez. Kansas City John Chiefs. John Gruden, they played on Monday. They got Tuesday off. I mean, they, they literally just started game planning yesterday. They're like, oh, wait, we got a game this weekend? We've been celebrating with our Oakland fans still. Damn it. I'm really <laughs> nervous. 2018, Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Gruden is grinding. Gr- the Gruden yes, grinders. He's grinding. 2018, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs, year zero. Year zero. Year zero. Yeah. After this year, it's never it's the same. A, never the same. You're it's never the same. He's like the holy one. Is Patrick what you're telling me? Mahomes was born in the year 2018, <laughs> thus rendering it year zero. Zero zero. 
after this, the, the NFL will never be the same. Yep. And before this, it was the word be- world it'll before be, Patrick Mahomes. It'll be BP in Kansas City forever now. Before Patty. Before Patty. That's what, that's why. And then after this year's after Patty. I tell you my new Mahomes song. Got a new song. Just like Aaron Rodgers. Do you need a beat or is it, uh, no. is it acapella? No, it's acapella. My homie, my homie, my homie, wherever I go, he goes. My wow. homie, my homie, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I like him a lot. <laughs> uh, do you know that one? You know that, right? I'm, yeah. I'm more curious. My homie, were my you, homie. Were you, did you, pra- you practice this? I, I've done it before. I'm going to continue to do it as we go through the playoffs. My, my homie, homie, my homie, my homie. My homie. Wherever I go, he... Well, you do this. You my... remember my buddy, right? Yeah, That's yeah. Okay, good. You know, and then there was kid sister, right? Kid sister, kid sister, kid sister, kid sister and me. Oh, my God. That's my homie. He's going to deliver this week. All right, let's and go to... shatter you... your dreams in year zero. Let's go to your other homie, yep. Kyle Shanahan, the San Francisco 49ers, at Sean McVay and the LA Rams, a rivalry that is actually bitter and nobody talks about it. And it's really great because they both want to be the smartest young coach in the NFL. <laughs> That's right. And the Rams are favored by 10, and yep. you're putting your $10 on... The 49ers. Okay. I do. I mean... Um... Yeah, I guess uh, the Rams not playing good football. I think the 49ers, again, you know this, the defense is better than people give it credit for. I think it's one of the more underrated, really, units in all of football, what they do. Uh, Also, when you're not good at stopping the run, that always concerns me when you have to play Kyle Shanahan because it's just so much of his offense is built off of that. So, yeah, I'm picking the Rams to win 28-23. to And it's maybe it's more. I didn't have a great feel for it though. The 49ers would scare me in this matchup. They really would. I wouldn't be shocked if the 49ers were winning this game 23-20 halfway through the fourth quarter. I really wouldn't be. I don't think they're going to fall asleep. Again, I think it was a lot like last year. Shanahan's second year. He's going to want to end on a good note. There's not been a lot of pauses to deal with He's this year. He's going to game plan. The, the t- thing you talked about is definitely very real. Yes. They're, they're buddies, and you know it. Just like anything, I want to beat your ass yes. this weekend so you don't win, and he's feeling the same way. He's going, oh, I can ruin McVay's chance to go plus, to the Super Bowl. Plus Put him in the wild card. the Niners – they got a lot of guys that felt like they were snubbed. DeForest Buckner, all yeah, that stuff. Right. They want to prove that. Uh, I have fifty dollars on the San Francisco 49ers plus ten as well. I just I don't know. I know Gurley's not playing, and the Rams are a team that I could see resting people, even though they shouldn't. The 2018 Los Angeles Rams, the McVeigh way. It's official. The, the whole team buys in. I, I mentioned the shop earlier. Todd Gurley talking about Sean McVay on that show. Glowing. Yeah, right. He's our age. He's a genius. The, it's affirmative right now. That's the McVay way. They got to figure it out. I have like that. The That show. What? I don't know. I don't know if you want me to go there. So I'm trying to hold my tongue. Yeah, let's talk about it afterwards. Okay. San, the 2018 San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy's bad date. <laughs> like... You're telling me you didn't like the porn star? Dude? No, I'm just talking about oh. whatever the date was in which his injury happened. Oh. It was, you know, it was, it, you know what? It was 2018 San Francisco 49ers was the letdown. He leaned in in that Chiefs game and he didn't need to yep. and he got hurt. And at that moment, the season was thrown away. Yeah. And now we're left with questions that Kyle's going to have to answer going into his final year. Right. He really is. Yeah. Because their defense has kind of played pretty well. The running game's been good, but. Him and Adam Gase are in a very similar situation. Yeah. And we got to hope Jimmy Jimmy comes back and is ready to go. Exactly right. Um, Chicago at Minnesota. 
Minnesota favored by four and a half at home. Minnesota has turned it around the last few weeks. Chicago is just marching a beat of their drum, beating people up. Uh, Chicago might rest people. Minnesota got a win to get in. Minnesota favored by four and a half. What do we know about the Bears? They haven't said anything about resting anybody, Nagy right? He has come out and said that he wants to play all of his starters unless it gets to a point where they're winning by so much or the other game is so the out Rams of line. The Rams are winning by so much. That maybe they'll pull out, which That's- is why I'm rooting for the Niners too. That's why, yeah, it's really it's an interesting psyche for this game for the Bears. You, you're really they're in they're in you know like a, a where you can go two ways. You go all in and say we're going to win. We don't want to play this team for a third team for third time again the next week and get them done with. And we'd rather face face the Eagles, a new fresh team, whatever it may be. But like I said, you lose the chance there. If you do lose, your team psyche is going to lose a little bit. They're going to go, damn, we tried to win today, and now they're coming to town again and next Minnesota's week. Minnesota's tough. At home. Exactly right. So there's that aspect, and then there's the aspect of, oh, okay, yeah, we'll just, you know, fold the tents and take the week off. Not doing that. I don't see it either. But so, I don't see how they're going to do what they're saying they're going to do. Like, oh, if we're going to, yeah. if we're blowing them out, we'll take it off. I mean, so, I mean, wh- what if they look up in the third quarter and the Rams are up by ten? Are they going to quit? No, they're going to keep going. Okay, so tens the what's the number that they're going to go? Okay, we oh, got twenty one. Right. All right. So that it's just weird altogether. You're putting um, your ten dollars on on the Bears. Okay. I'm putting him on the Bears. I think the Bears are going to go for the kill this weekend, and I don't think the Vikings match up well with the Bears. I mean, of course, it scares me that we're in Minnesota. I understand that, and, they have and a they're new desperate, and they're desperate. Yeah, but that philosophy ain't tried true enough yet to mess with this Bears defense. I think, and I think they'll have a tough time moving the ball on them. The the Bears to me are a lot like um, the the Bears at four and a half are a lot like the Cowboys at plus six. They're too good to be more than three-point underdogs. Yeah, It's a divisional game. I don't see the Vikings winning like that. I have $50 on the Chicago Bears as well. Um, I, I just think that I'm really the Bears are the so line. deep. Yeah. The Bears are so deep that even if like some of those guys come out, like they can still go there and beat them up. Yeah. I still believe that. And Gosh. the Vikings are not like – the Vikings played really well against Miami and against who? Detroit. Detroit last week. Okay, right. here's a whole new – Team. Yeah. So here the Bears, another level. I know. Uh, the 2018 Chicago Bears, Mac and the Monsters. Mm. It's been beautiful. It has been beautiful. Ever since he got traded, he's lived up to the billing and exceeded it. Chicago is play, is built like a team, is built the way a Chicago Bears team should be built. Right. And it's exciting. They made all the right moves. All the right moves. I mean, it's awesome. Ryan it's... Pace, GM of the year. Yeah. I mean, I really new, believe the that. new era. I mean, it really is special. 2018 Minnesota Vikings. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. Mm. Captain Kirk, they ain't got enough. Yeah. They ain't got enough, and everyone's putting it on the captain. Right. And that's how I look at it. Yeah. I just can't do it, Captain. You just can't do it, Captain I Kirk. I don't have the power. It's a really good Scottish accent. I know. Accent. Thank you. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. So wait, who'd you pick there? I picked the Bears. Uh, Fifty dollars on the Bears. Fifty dollars on the Bears. Do you think they're going to win? I'm yes. Well, I know you're. I praying. need them too. I know you are. I mean, you want my, them to win. You want gut, the Eagles in. My gut tells me that Minnesota wins by like two. You think they're going to win by two? I know. I'm fascinated by this game. It really annoys me that my preseason pick for the NFC East was that the Cowboys win the division and the Eagles miss out at nine and seven. <laughs> And it's and now like, they might gone. get in. No, they're going to miss out at nine and seven. <laughs> like, yeah, I hate that that prediction was on. Yeah, well, it could be right. It, you you could then the Cowboys win the East and they get in at nine and seven. So that could be right. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, um, I think there's a chance. I I do not think the Bears are going to sleep through this game. I hope not. 
Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh favored by 14 and a half. Yeah, um, Pittsburgh pissed off. You know, Pittsburgh, uh, You everybody who's listened to me knows anything about me. I'm a believer in Pittsburgh. I think they're one of the best teams in football. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, they just find ways to mess games up. That's part of their DNA. Um, you know, the Bengals, really nothing to play for. There's been a few things that have been positive lately. I will say that Joe Mixon, since he's been back since injured, he has looked like one of the better running backs in football. I think he's been phenomenal. Um, Driscoll has had moments of being – he's been better than what I thought he would. I'll say that much. But I think Pittsburgh's too motivated here. They put them away. I'm putting $10 on the Steelers because I'm scared the Steelers will somehow screw up at some point in this game and make it a little closer than what it may be. Like this was the game I looked at and was like – like the Steelers are going to pull away in this, and at some point it's going to be like 35-13. to 13. But then I just thought, well, no, I, I've thought that for the last six weeks in a row with the Steelers, that they're going to win this game or do this. And they always have those two or three plays where I go, what? And that's why I don't trust it, but uh, I think they win 28-13. I am putting $50 in the Bengals, plus 4.5. Under Big Ben, the Steelers have been favorites of 14.5 or more three times, and they have never covered the spread. 14.5 is a monster line. Yeah. And the Bengals are not that good, but guess what? They somehow came back last week in Cleveland and only lost by 8. 14.5 is a lot, Yeah. and I'm going $50 in the Bengals. Cool. The 2018 Cincinnati Bengals, done with Dalton. Mm. That's how it feels to Double me. Double D. That it feels like the end of an era that, you know, it's time to answer questions. Yeah, and, I, and I agree. That's how it feels to me. The 2018 Pittsburgh Steelers, the missing pieces. Mm. Where would they be with Le'Veon? Where would they be with Ryan Shazier? If both of those guys were playing this year, they could be 14-2. and two. That's how I feel about that team. Yeah. Is that here we are going, why are they messing up? Why is it not happening? Because arguably their two best players on both sides of the ball didn't play this year. Sure. Like, we forget that those two guys missed, and yeah. yet they're still right in the hunt as maybe the best team in the NFL. Crazy. They're not it's crazy they're not gonna get to the playoffs, at least in my eyes. Just I'm I'm just saying that from somebody who evaluates football, like I've said the last few weeks. They're just it's good. They've really blown it. I mean, this year and last year. They could have won the Super Bowl last year. They could have stood toe to toe with your Eagles. And I do believe that they could have came out in the AFC. They still can if they somehow got in. I'm not expecting them to get in, but yeah, I mean it's just um that Chargers loss. Chargers loss will be will haunt them forever. Ben's sipping pina coladas in the second half because he's oh, going to blame the X-rays. That's I mean they and couldn't the stop right those I mean, three just, games. Those were those were horrible losses. Yeah, horrible. I mean even the Saints game was horrible last week, but we can oh. at least swallow that because we know the Saints are really good. Man, that yeah. was tough. Yep. Um, Arizona at Seattle. Seattle favored by thirteen and a half. Yeah. Um, I mean Arizona on the road. What am I going to say to there other than I don't have a lot of faith in their offense in general? I mean, the, the Seahawks don't have really anything to play for, really. Uh, I guess they seeding is important. I Pete Carroll, I read some of his comments earlier this week. He's not – they're playing. They're playing. They are playing. playing. He doesn't want to do that. He's going to go into the playoffs uh, full steam ahead. And at home – Against the Cardinals, I think it's only a matter of time be kind of the, before they overwhelm them, really. Yes. Um, and, you know, the, the Seahawks, I guess the big thing is 
they're playing to make sure they go play Dallas and not have to go play Chicago. Right. Because if they if they lost and Minnesota wins, that will oh. get switched, right? And yeah, you don't want to go to go, Chicago. Then they'll have to go to Chicago, and I don't think that's their cup so of tea. $10 on the Seahawks? $10 on the Seahawks. This is the only game with a monster spread in which I'm taking the favorite. Mm. And I'm putting $150 on the Seahawks minus 13 and a half. The Seahawks at home against NFC West Arizona. I know that Arizona has given them some problems in the past. This is an Arizona offensive line that can't block anybody. This is a quarterback that's mistake prone. This is a quarterback that's never played in Seattle. This is a Seattle team that... Doug Baldwin gets to the podium after the last game where they beat the Chiefs and go, we're savages. The Seahawks and Pete Carroll want to make a run. They are a team that this is their last chance they get to play at home. Final home game of the season. I think they're going to beat the ever-living crap (laughs) out of the Arizona Cardinals. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I really believe that. It's an amazing matchup for the Seahawks. The Seahawks getting a a below-average quarterback at home is like yeah it's tough it's, it's danger it's not happening the 2018 Arizona Cardinals mm-hmm. the Rosen one walks through the desert mm. just like Moses he's going through the desert for 40 years right he's got to learn what it's like to get punched in the mouth every play what it's like to throw picks it's been a very tough first year with a wanderless coach he's being led by Steve Wilkes where who knows where he's going the 2018 Seahawks the new legion is the old legion. Oh, you thought it's been the defense all along. It's been Pete Carroll. It's been Russell Wilson. It's been Bobby Wagner. And it's been good special teams. Yeah. I know that they've had good pieces. But really, Bobby Wagner in the middle with Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll is good enough to get it done. And back to the running game, which got them there to speak to your old legion right. part. The new legion is the old legion. Yeah. Um, Back to basics. Philadelphia at Washington. Philadelphia playing for their playoff lives, favored by seven in Washington. Yeah, I mean, of course I'm taking the Eagles. I'm putting $10 on the Eagles. Let's just start it off right there. Yeah, I have a hard time. You know, the Redskins do match up okay with the Philadelphia Eagles. There's certain matchups there that I look at and go, okay, they're they're in a, a decent spot there. The way they play defense, I do think, can give your offense problems. Um, you know, their offense can give your defense problems because, you know, even with some of their injuries, and again, this is where you got to give Jay Gruden credit, you got to give Bill Callahan their O line credit. Yeah, they find ways to protect and run the ball every week. I mean. It's amazing what Adrian Peterson is doing as well. Mm. I clearly expect your Eagles to kind of control the football game. Mm. I just don't think it's going to be like a super blowout. I don't see it that way. I kind of see it as like a 7 nothing. It's 10 nothing. It's 10-3. And then maybe it's 13-3. And then 13-6. And then 16-6. Right. And then something like that. Right. And then maybe a touchdown, maybe to finally go, whatever. And that's why I picked the Eagles to win 23 to 9. That's how I'm picking the game. I kind of gotcha. see it fall, unfolding that way, but $10 on the Eagles nonetheless. I believe that Washington is one of those teams that 
seemingly always is annoying to the Eagles. Yes. Even the season opener last year where the Eagles won by 14 points, right. it was only because Fletcher Cox returned that fumble for a touchdown. That's right. And they had a few deep passes that went. Washington is always annoying to the Eagles. Was that last year or two years ago? That was last year. That I was guess. last right. year. Damn. The Eagles win this game, yeah. but I believe that seven is too much. Ooh. I am putting $50 on Washington. I believe the Eagles win this game by three or four. Okay. Um, the 2018 Philadelphia Eagles waiting on Wentz. Mm. Everything. The beginning of the year, we're waiting on Wentz. He comes back, hey, we're not that good, but it's okay because we're waiting on Wentz to make the plays. Right. And then they finally don't wait on Wentz, and here's Foles. Yeah. And they're playing great. Mm-hmm. Such an intro- like. Yeah, it's amazing. <sighs> it's really amazing. I, if the Eagles get in the playoffs, anything can happen. They, they, to me, are the bigger wild card than the Vikings because there's just something indescribable about them. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. They have belief. They have belief. Yeah, they have a little more battle-tested. I mean, they know, yes, you're right, that they can do this, and they did it last year with Nick Foles. I think there's there's something to that. There's yes. something to it. Right. The 2018 Washington team, Dan Snyder is the problem. Mm. One year after, not even a year, after hiring three new people in his front office to change the business aspect, he fires them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, and this is not from your words, this is mine, that Bruce Allen is still operating this team. The lack of depth on this roster, the complete turnover year to year, the mishandling of the quarterback situation, the contract to Alex Smith that we now are going to have to pay through this injury, the cutting of DJ Swearinger, the, the, everything on this team is a mess. Mm-hmm. And it all goes to Dan Snyder. And I believe that he is enabling Bruce Allen and that it is the it is the canary in the coal mine to what is wrong with this franchise. Right. Their their stadium is an issue. Mm-hmm. It is out of date and it's only been in existence for twenty one years. Yep. Nothing can survive that man's ownership. That's that team. Yeah, it's uh it's a shame. I like the you love the franchise. I do. You've always loved Washington. I would like to see them relevant. I think that football's better when they are, but yeah, they're all over the place. Front office, stadium, you and, say it, and, players on the and, field. And Dan Snyder is the core yeah, of that. I agree with that. I think it's hard to deny that. Mon- Sunday night football. Whoa. Playing to get in to the playoffs. Yeah. What an environment this will be. Yep. I'm happy the game's in Tennessee. Because I think if the game was in India, it would be a blowout. Mm. Marcus Mariota has a stinger in his shoulder. Yep. Um, Indy is favored by three and a half in Tennessee. You putting $10 on Indy? I'm putting $10 on Indy. Yes, I am. I, um, you know, uh, listen, the Colts, the Colts are the better team to me. I think that's the, the simplest way I can put it. Uh, their defense is sound, even though it's not overwhelming. There's there's depth. There's always fresh bodies. They very rarely make mistakes on that side of the ball. They just got humbled in a, in a close win to the Giants. Exactly right. Um, and, you know, the Tennessee offense, yeah, the running game's in better. We know that. I get you. 
Uh, it's the passing game that I think scares me just on a consistency basis. I mean, what's, you know, what's... When Mariota went out, that team couldn't do anything. Yeah, right. It's just, uh, I don't know what to say there. And I don't think the Colts, even though they're not the greatest in the back end, they're just not the type of team that I look at and is going to go, oh man, they're going to get torched by this Tennessee Titans offense. This Tennessee Titans offense, their passing attack, I would argue, is not as good as the Giants that the Colts faced last week. I mean, the Giants at least had Emmett Ingram and Sterling Shepard and some guys out there. I thought Eli actually threw the ball about as good as he's thrown it all year yeah, in that nice football game. Yeah, it was. Um, but I look at that, and then I go to the Colts, right? And and listen, I, I'm not going to like sugarcoat things. I'm rooting against the Titans in this. I don't want the Titans in the playoffs. You and me both. I'm putting 150 on the Indianapolis Colts. You're going 150 on the Colts. <laughs> yeah, I hear you there. Um, the Colts at it's least— Mar- Mariota's banged up. Mariota's banged up. They've never beat Andrew Luck, for one. He's undefeated against the Tennessee Titans. And the Tennessee Titans have two elite things on their roster. And I would say the Titan, I mean, the Indianapolis Colts have two elite things on their roster. Where I would argue the Titans don't have one thing elite on their roster. They have a lot of good. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of solid, and he's a good player. But the Colts have arguably the best offensive line in the sport. It's an elite offensive line. And then they have an elite quarterback. And those two things there in these type of situations, I just go, man, an elite quarterback with a lot of time to throw and not the greatest pass rush in the world uh, and a sound defense to back it up, yeah, I'm going with that team. I think mm. they win 24-13, to 24-14 Colts. These are the only ones I didn't come up with ahead of time. The 2018 Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I mean, something about like the fast rebuild. They're on the fast track. Fast track. I, mean, I feel like the 2018 Indianapolis Colts season is here come the 2019 Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, right? Colts. Something like that. It is. I mean, it's, it's been one of the quicker rebuilds I, I would seen. say this. As disappointing as last year was not getting Andrew Luck back when we kind of thought each week maybe he'd come back. Yeah, right. This year has been that enjoyable to have him back. Yeah. With Leonard on the defense and the the improved play of Marcus Hunt, the offensive line, the the birth of people like Naheem Hines, T.Y. Right. Hilton playing, Eric Ebron's resurgence. Sure, Marlon and Mack. It's just been a joy to watch. Yeah. The 2018 Tennessee Titans, they're good at home. Like... When they beat the Patriots, when they beat the Eagles, they have had some amazing wins at home. Yeah. Beat the crap out of the Jaguars at home. Mm-hmm. They've really been special. I, I also think the 2018 Tennessee Titans, Vrabel's not there yet. No. I think that there's been a number of times in which his decision-making has directly led. And then also, you know, it's, t- it's tough to know if Marcus Mariota can be healthy. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I, I mean, I hear you. I think that's kind of the way I would look at them and just go, like, they're close but not there yet. Missing a piece or two. Or, they, they have no difference makers. I think that's really the big thing to me. There's no big difference maker or a unit that is Harold Landry hands. might he has turn a into to something. Be, certainly. My, you know what I realized about Dory Jackson watching him the other night? Yeah. He's, he's what you worried Denzel Ward would be. Yeah, right. He's always in the guy's pocket, never but he never makes a play. Mm-hmm. The amount of times that he is stride for stride with a receiver and yeah. then never turns and puts his hands up yeah. is incredible. It is. It is frustrating. Yeah. But Denzel Ward has more ball skills. Yeah. And Adoree is just, he's the athlete that doesn't have the ball skills. Yeah, it's crazy because he does have good ball skills, too. I mean, he can catch the ball phenomenal. Yeah. But you're right. When he plays DB, it doesn't show through all the time. All right. So the differences between you and I. You are betting on the Giants minus six. I am betting on the Cowboys plus six. Like it. 
You are betting on Tampa minus one. I am betting on Atlanta plus one. Like it. You are betting on the Browns plus six. I am betting on the Ravens minus six. Love it. (laughs) You are betting on the Chiefs minus 13 and a half. I am betting on the Raiders plus 13 and a half. And there is a $1,600 swing in that game. In that game. Incredible. You are betting on the Steelers minus 14 and a half. I am betting on the Bengals plus 14 and a half. You are betting on the Eagles minus seven. I am mushing it with the Washington team plus seven. I have five teams circled for my left co locks. Help me narrow it down to four. Okay. Number one, and a thousand percent going in, the Saints minus nine. I've told you I'm very convinced. I love it. Number two, the Chargers minus six and a half. I can be convinced otherwise. Number three, the Niners plus 10. Gotcha. Number four, the Seahawks minus 13 and a half. Definitely like that. uh, Number five, the Colts minus three and a half. That one's a little scary to me. Yep. And your 49ers, I think I'd like your 49ers one better than the Colts one. So the original four that I had is the four that I'm starring right now. Saints minus nine, Chargers minus six and a half, Niners plus 10, Seahawks minus 13 and a half. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. It's a killer to go with all the big ones, but the true thing is, is I hope the Jets can stay within 13 and a half. I hope the Raiders can stay within 13 and a half, and I hope that the uh, Bengals can stay within 14 and a half. Right. But the Niners are the one team that I go, oh no, they're a they're a good team. I still believe. I, I I would be shocked if they got blown out. I would. I don't expect them to win, but I do think they'll keep it close. Are you ready to do guaranteed to lose? You know, yeah, I got to figure out. There's right, so many teams that are guaranteed to lose this week. Yes. I don't even know where to pick. Actually, I'm like I'm a little flustered here going through this. Let me I just have make sure. So I am one of the groomsmen for one of my good friends' wedding. Yes. And on Sunday is the rehearsal dinner, and I'm giving a speech. Right. All of these games are going to be going on. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. I'm just going to be watching on my phone. You just have to learn to say no. No, I'm a groomsman. No. It's my guy, Joe. I got, I my got guy a, Joe. If he was your such a good friend, he would have not scheduled his wedding during football season and know what your job was. What's Sorry. really funny is he, he is a college soccer coach. Right. He used to be a professional women's soccer coach. Yeah. And he missed all of our friends' weddings because he had games he had ah. to coach. And now he's planning it on the deciding Sunday of all of NFL season. Jeez, Love what a it. disaster. All right. Are you ready? Say, I have six teams. It's really hard to figure out which do one. Do you want to do on. six or do you want to go five? Uh, on the season, you're 60 and 20. I am 60 and 20, so I'm batting 75% officially, huh? Um, I mean, I might as well go six this week. Who cares? Six teams guaranteed to lose. Nikki G, where are we going? Oh, it's Happy New Year. Oh, hey. Let's sum up the teams and knock it home. I have no idea which one you're going to first, but I'm assuming it's your old home. Oh, my old home. I'm going to Jacksonville. Happy New Year, Jacksonville. Blake oh. Bortles is starting, and you will lose once again. Happy New Year. Sorry, Jacksonville. Texans are playing for your something. Your New Year's resolution is to move on from Blake Bortles. The next one, oh, our good friend, Sammy Boy. Oh, Sammy, you were so cute as Santa Claus, but 
sorry. You're going up to see Tommy Boy. Happy New England year because it's always their year in the AFCs. You will lose to them. They are still playing for something, and they want to play better. Sorry, Jets. You L-O-S-E lose. Lose, lose, lose. All right, next one up, a New Year's resolution for... New Year's resolution. What's new, what's John Elway's New Year's resolution? Um, to find a new head coach. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yes, Broncos. You're gonna lose. It's the Los Angeles Chargers, and they still can get a first round bye. And Broncos, it's done. It's over. See you next year. You're getting a new head coach. All right. We know this guy really well. The New Year's resolution could be to get a haircut, but he won't. He won't get one. Chucky doesn't get haircuts, okay? But Chucky is going to lose against the Kansas City Chiefs. You Man, know why? You know why he's going to lose? Why? Because my mom, Dirty Diana, said so. Oh, hey, I listened to what she said. Yeah, don't call my mom dirty. How dare you say that? I didn't mean to. I okay. Apologize. You better apologize. Next team guaranteed to lose. Oh, it is a team... That has had New Year's resolutions for 20 years and has never followed them. How could I pick the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the big, mad, mean Pittsburgh Steelers? Sorry, Cincinnati. You lose. I'm definitely going 5-0 and this week. I feel really good. But will you go 6-0 and because you're final guaranteed to lose? Oh, and you said the Rosen one was walking through the desert. Well, yeah. he'll, he'll need some water in this one Man. because he is going to lose to Seattle up in Seattle. Seattle is tough to beat. You can't Seattle out Seattle, Seattle in Seattle, and they're not going to do that. Sorry, I'm going 6-0. I almost want to keep going and see where I might lose because the Redskins, they could have made this list. Seven teams. That's a guarantee. Okay, who else could almost make this list? Hey, um, Bucks. I think they could probably make this list. Eight teams. I don't want to go there. Still a seven. Calm down. Did I pick the Panthers? You did not. They definitely can make it. Seven teams. Yeah, they definitely could. Or is that eight teams? That's seven. You're right. And that's where I'll end. Seven, seven teams. Yes. Guaranteed to lose. That was our worst one of the year. A New Year's special. We were special. horrible. Well, it was Josh's idea for the song. Uh, just kidding, but seriously. So the seven teams guaranteed to lose are the Jaguars, the Jets, the Panthers, <laughs> the Bucket. I don't remember. I did... The Jags, the Jets, the Browns, the Raiders, the Bengals. I did the Cardinals and the Redskins. And then I threw in the Panthers in there Mm. for eight. Right? That's eight. Eight teams. Eight teams. Guaranteed. guaranteed Nobody goes out in the new year like me, baby. Seriously. Um, This is our our final round of the regular season. Yep. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Always is. We are going to continue this into the postseason. Yes, we are. Uh, where it'll still be sixteen. Unless I'm winning at the end of the week, then we're quitting. But I just want, I wanted anymore. to say this is that this is the time of the year where Sims gets really good. It is not going to be about the plus fourteens and a halves. It's about the plus sixes of the Browns. This is the reason you did well, I think, last week with Pittsburgh and New Orleans and with. Um, Baltimore and Chargers. Everyone is fine at picking and flipping a coin. But you're really good at the teams that matter at the end of the year. Thanks. So I'm going to try and steal a lot of your picks to hold on to yet another championship. (laughs) Okay, good. Because if I can go out having beaten you this many years in a row, I'll hold it over your head for the rest of your life. Where are you going out to? What's up? Where are you going out to? You said you're going out. 
Yeah, go we're out. going out. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're going out. Four sips. Peace out, homie. Fendrick would say, Good evening. I'm in Argentina. Hola. And the L-E-F-K-O-E Man. says, Holla, holla, holla. Uh, enjoy your games, everybody. I hope your team gets in the playoffs, except if you're a Minnesota fan. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> hey, that's good. It's about time you started rooting for your team. You're only biased if you don't show your bias. We'll holla at you guys later. Peace out. Peace out.